0: John, somebody had a question. Somebody, ooh, yeah,
1: somebody, this is from the uh, from an audience member. Yes, indeed, excellent. Indeed,
0: what is going on in Texas with the border? Oh, so specifically, <laughs> this is not a political sp- podcast. Yeah, people. I know, no, I know, I'm it's not, I'm a not mad at
1: our audience member. We, we from love a you.
0: constitutional standpoint. Yes. So, sp- starting with the Supreme Court ruling, exactly what it was, the influence and power of the Supreme Court, and then the constitutional logic. behind what Texas is able to do as a republic Mm -hmm. versus what the federal government.
1: but okay. It's
0: the Republic of Texas.
1: It used to be. I am a Texan. (laughs) It's always
0: going to be a republic. Okay. Anyways. Hey, we were talking about biases a few weeks ago there, Joe.
1: (laughs) The lens through which we look at history.
0: God bless Texas. Anyways. Okay. So just, if you could offer some clarity from a historical perspective.
1: So I have to confess, I do not know enough about the specific Supreme Court ruling that, allegedly sparked this whole thing. so I. But I can speak to the broader issues of what the law says when it comes to the border. Okay. Under the U.S. Constitution, the federal government is responsible for protecting the United States border. And it is responsible to protect the states from invasion. Because of the current administration's very, very, shall we say, lax position on immigration enforcement – We've seen just a a tidal wave of humanity coming in from not just Mexico and Central and South America, but people from all over the planet coming in with little to no verification of their identities, of their medical status, of their political ideology, of their intentions when it comes to American national security, when it comes to their intentions on the social services that exist in this country. None of that. It's just come on in. Texas is one of the reddest states in the country, one of the most Republican states in the country. And the Republican Party, to an extent, has a different view on immigration and border issues. There's, there's tension within the Republican Party between the Trump wing and the more establishment wing. I don't want to get into that. Bottom line, Governor Abbott is exercising another provision within the Constitution in that he is – he has formally declared the situation on the border to be an invasion. A legal, a legal declaration that says Texas is being invaded. That triggers a responsibility in Washington for the president and the federal government to stop what is happening on the Texas border. And the Biden administration has shown no interest in doing that. And so Governor Abbott has basically mobilized the Texas National Guard to go down there and secure the border. What concerns me, and a lot of the people who uh, who I've talked to, who also are not paying close attention to like the nitty gritty details, because I'll be honest, sometimes the rhetoric from the right and the left gets so overwhelming, it's hard to figure out okay what's actually true. What concerns me, one, is the precedent that is being set because officials within the Biden administration have said, well, the president might just federalize the Texas National Guard. That creates a situation because of the political tensions between the state of Texas and the federal government where the men and women in the Texas National Guard may be getting two sets of orders, one from their federal commander-in-chief, the president of the United States, and one from the commander-in-chief of the Texas National Guard, Governor Greg Abbott. A lot of people, a lot of rhetoric out there about... Oh my gosh, is this country headed for national divorce? Is this country headed for some kind of a civil conflict? If you want to start one, give an armed body of soldiers two sets of orders and see who's going to, or who's going to follow which one. At the same time, you have federal agents on the border, the border patrol, whose job it is to enforce the border. There has been some discussion within the organization itself. Do we stand with our Texas brethren in wanting to secure the border? Do we stand with the political ideologues in Washington who want to uh, open the border, armed federal agents, and armed state agents in the same vicinity? Some Border Patrol units are actively helping illegal migrants across the border. Could that lead to a situation of escalation between the federal and the state government? You're setting precedents with potentially federalizing. Uh, the National Guard, for political purposes. You're also setting precedents of putting federal and state agents in the same place with opposing ideologies and opposing orders. Both of those are a bad idea. And it's also distressing to see from a historical standpoint yet another example of rather than our country, which is what it has historically done, coming together when it comes to issues of national security and instead using it as a partisan hammer to beat the other side over the head with. Until, I would argue, until the end of the Cold War, although at times during the Cold War, this was also it was also the case. But generally speaking, for most of American history, politics has stopped at the water's edge. Republicans and Democrats before them, Whigs and Democrats, and before them, National Republicans versus Jeffersonians, and all, all the way back, We said, we've got our political fights. We've got our political differences. But when it comes to securing the United States from whether it's invaders or large numbers of people who want to come here, we'll work together in good faith to determine what policy is best. And we're not doing that right now. Some will say that's because one party isn't interested in protecting the United States. Others will say because one party is a group of Radicals a group of bigots, a group of whatever pick your your pejorative. It's worrying from a from a historical point of view to see yet another fracture in the social fabric of the United States.
0: Thank you for joining us for a pop quiz. Send us your questions about this topic at one five minute history at gmail.com and we will see you next week.